0: his track off his album uh that's his track called bottom line off kill your items from the 2019 mixtape he had that track is fire i had to let that play normally i just talk while the, the music going but today i'm just like nah i'm gonna let that thing run because uh that was heat right there straight heat but uh we got some big games going on yesterday yes sir me and Chris Carter yesterday broke down and talked about these games that were going on, and I tell you, um, what he was saying versus what I was saying, it was, ooh, it was spot on. Uh, we're gonna go through that, uh, but the big one—I'm sure everybody's gonna talk about. Everybody wanted to throw shade and be negative about on Twitter. The Oregon Ducks, mm, they raced out yesterday. They raced out and they beat up on the Colorado Buffaloes, beating them 42-6. to Now, I just want people to know, uh, what was going to happen in this game was not very surprising. Did we expect Colorado to struggle a lot? Yeah yeah it was gonna happen um did we expect the type of beating and them getting thrashed throughout that whole game did we expect that it just depends it depends uh but none of us are surprised uh none of us are surprised um those those games yesterday. That game yesterday was especially pretty crazy. Um, it sucked to see it because you don't want you don't want Dion and his boys to go out the way they did, but they needed this because when you really fight in real competition, like I'm talking about, really going against a team like this. Yeah, they gonna they're gonna attack they're gonna hit you with everything and uh yeah it, it it wasn't pretty it was not pretty from the jump uh, I wish I wish it was a lot closer so it could have been uh debatable but it was it was over at half. Actually, it was over as soon as the game started. Like Oregon was like attacking attacking on all fronts. I'm talking about like they was not stopping their attack. They was pushing it. They was um they was aggressive. They was throwing the ball down the field. They was running the ball. They took the air out of the um the Colorado Buffalo's pretty fast, and Bo Nix, which was going to be expected, he outplayed Shadour Sanders. Bo Nix went twenty-eight or 33, 20 and 76 yards, three TDs, one pick, and in the first half he went twenty-two or twenty-four, and uh, I think he had, I think he had two TDs, might have had three TDs. They just kept scoring. I ain't gonna lie to you, they just kept going. Um, it was it was just not a, a pretty game uh the things I take from it was that Colorado defense uh, they they just have too many glaring holes um in that secondary. even if Travis Hunter would have played, they still would have done the same thing. Like, one player doesn't make the, the team better unless you're talking quarterback. But, yeah, that secondary was getting exposed yesterday. Uh, and uh, Oregon definitely showed it. Time of possession, they had the ball for 35 minutes. Colorado only had it for 24. Oregon had 522 total yards. Colorado only had 199. 31st down 13. Nah. Oregon was on a mission yesterday. Especially from their head coach. Uh, coach. Uh, coach Lennon. His fiery speech. He said they're all about clicks. We're all about wins. They're. You're thinking Hollywood. We're thinking between the grass. I might have missed messed up the quote, but yeah, they was they was gunning for them all game. Like like they averaged eight point one yards a pass. Kyle Holmes, that averaged four point eight. Um, so Jordan didn't have no clean pocket in the game. Like he was getting mauled. He was getting hit. Um not a pretty sight. Um uh, Let's see as a team for Colorado they had seven sacks in the game. So Colorado's two seven sacks. They was relentless. Uh but it's to be expected. Will Colorado have more games like that? Uh, That's to be determined. Uh, I know they play USC next week. And USC was kind of making it a little interesting with Iowa State last night until they finally pulled away. But it's like what me and Chris were saying yesterday, that's going to be the game where it's kind of going to be a little bit closer uh, because of both defenses, they kind of give up too much. So it's going to be probably a shootout, probably no-huddle type of game. And, and uh, Kyle Rose is going to have to really be on that P's and Q's, especially playing at home because if that doesn't fire you up, that the team just mauled you and beat you up like that, then it's going to be a long season for the Buffaloes. But I hope they keep winning. I hope they keep being positive. They just take this loss says alright. They punched me in the chin. I couldn't get up. Alright. He got me. He got me. 240 yards rushing as a team for, for Oregon. Bucky Irvin had 10 for 89. You got Jordan James, 7 for 54. Noah Winnington, 8 for 45. Buffalo's only had 25 carries for 40 yards. It's not acceptable. If you expect and to to throw it that many times. You gotta incorporate the running. You have to. Weaver played decent, in nine receptions, seventy five yards. But Jimmy Horn Jr. They was on the search, found it. Where's that guy? Troy Franklin from Oregon, eight receptions, one hundred twenty six yards. As a team, they caught thirty passes for two hundred eighty two yards. It just, it just wasn't close. Oregon wanted to make a statement, and they definitely did, especially in a tough conference that they're in the Pac-12. So, congratulations to the Oregon Ducks. Uh, we ain't going to take nothing from them. They did what they were supposed to do. Colorado will bounce back from it. They'll have a better game next week. Um, The Florida State and Clemson game. Ooh. That game went to overtime. Wow. That was a really good game. I really thought uh, Florida State would have ran, came in there and would have kind of made it, made the separation be a little bit more than what it was, but it was real close. I mean, real close. Um, K. Klubnick played very good 25 38, 20 83 yards, 7.4 yards a pass, one TD. His QBR was pretty low at 51, but he was moving the ball downfield. They was converting third downs. They were hitting on certain plays and and putting that Florida State defense into almost like, oh man, he's really pushing it like they not going to give up. They they really trying to win this game. Um Florida State they pulled it out in overtime. They got that key TD. Uh, that receiving TD. Um, was it was Florida State's win impressive? I would probably say yeah. But they can't have no more close games like that. That's too close for comfort. Um, that was like... You're going to have scares and... It got to go to overtime for a team that's not ranked. Mm. for the State. If y'all number four, you got to show it. Uh, right now, Clemson's 2-2. Two and two, 0 and 2 in the conference. Y'all 2-0. and 0. If you, you're supposed to be the best team in, in the ACC, you got to show it. You got to show it. Your next game is versus Virginia Tech. They lost last night. Facing Marshall. Um... I see them having a tougher game. It'll probably be close. But I see them winning that game pretty clear. This is not the same Virginia Tech team. so. Um, but, yeah, they're going to have to clean some things up because K-Clubnick and that Clemson team, um, I see them now. They're going to try to improve from this and get better. They play Syracuse on next week on the road. Uh, that's going to be a tough one. Right now they got Syracuse to win that game at 55%. They're 4-0. But this is their first conference game. So how would they do against this Clemson team that play better than what people were saying? Uh, Florida State, we shall see. That's what we'll talk about next week and things. Uh, let's go to talking about... Um, that Ohio State Notre Dame game. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. I can't remember who I picked in this game. I want to, because we were talking about Notre Dame does lose those crucial games, those big games, the teams that they be needing. Especially when it comes to the college football playoffs. They be needing certain wins. It just last night was a straight defensive game. This was like, I ain't giving them nothing. You ain't giving them nothing. All right, you want to really earn this. And uh, it was. It had to come down to the final play, or the fourth quarter. And Notre Dame made a mistake. They had, they was missing a guy on defense. And they kind of. This is one I wanted to address. You can't be lining up on your last drive, especially the way Ohio State drove down the field. Kyle McCord, on that last drive, that was how you. That's how you play. That's clutch. Um, he drove them all the way down the field. I'm talking about all the way down the field on that last drive. And won that game for him. He was. He was that guy. Like he drilled them down. 15 plays. Yeah 15 plays. 65 yards. And only a minute 25. Man that kid is special. That kid is special. He was not going to let them lose. On his back. And just for them to get that Russian TD by Chip. Trailing them that one-yard TD. Ah. Dame, Come on, man. Uh, th- This is the one y'all should have took. This is the one you should have took. Because y'all had them up 14 to 10 because you didn't do much. It wasn't really much of uh, a first half. It was just only 3 nothing. Ohio State went in with just a slight lead. Yeah, I had him. Going into that fourth, it was only 14 10. And for some reason, Ohio State said, We want it more than you do. Hmm. What a game. What a game. Uh a classic. Sam Hartman played good. 17,2575 2575 yards. Seven yards of catch or pass. One T D seventy nine point four QB rating. Cal McCord went twenty one to thirty seven, two 40 yards, six six point four five yards of pass, uh, eighty nine point five yards. Or eighty five point eighty nine point five QBR. Messing up. Trayvon Henderson had 14 carries, 104 yards, 1 TD. Um, as a team for Ohio State, they had 27 carries, 126 yards. For the They had 39 carries, 176 yards. Um, they kind of held Marvin Harrison Jr. in check. He kind of got hurt a little bit. Uh, a guy was going for a tackle, missed, and he happened to get him in the back of the legs. He was on the ground hurt, but he did get back up, made a crucial catch in that game, in the late, late in that Uh, fourth. But, ah, no turnovers on either side. This was a clean game by both teams. I can see Notre Dame getting better from this, and they use this as, as momentum for the rest of the season. I don't see them, like, really falling off. That's a pretty tough Notre Dame defense. Um, Sam Hartman plays very well, very well. Um, Their next couple games, I see them doing pretty good. Like, them playing Duke on the road. That's going to be a tough one. Uh, Then at Louisville, playing number five USC. That's going to be a tough, 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 tough one. Playing Pitt. Pitt is is a is a tough team. Cle, uh, Clemson on the road. Wake Forest and Stanford. Notre Dame. Can you do something from it? Y'all gonna be alright. Y'all be alright. I don't see them fault turning off or or this game hurting them too bad. So. But that was a good game. That and that Florida State Clemson game. Those are the games I like seeing right there. I don't like seeing like when it's like a clear like blowout. I don't like watching those type of games. Alabama. Hmm. Okay. See, I had Ole Miss, and Chris had Ole Miss to beat Alabama. Alabama showed up yesterday. Jalen Milro. 17-21, to 20-25 yards, 10.7 yard to pass, 1 TD, 1 interception, 64.0 yard. He played a clean game. Um, he, he played within that system. He didn't do, try to do too much. He didn't try to force anything. Played within the system. Now, they did have one Fumble. But, you know, they ain't losing. So that'd be something they got to clean up. But as a team running, they had 45 carries for 131 yards. Jace McLennan had 17 carries, 105 yards and a touchdown. Jalen Milrow ran it for 16 times with 28 yards. He just did enough. Uh, as far as their receivers... He, he distributed well. He found different guys. Uh, one or two receptions. No one really stood out. He was passing the ball out there. Um, Jackson Dart went 20-35, 244 yards, 7 yards of pass. But he had a pick, no TDs, 70.2 QBR. Um, Running game was pretty lack. Uh, they had an okay game. Decent game with their receivers. Dayton Wade had five receptions, eighty eight yards. Jordan Watkins has nine receptions, fifty seven yards. They tried. And Alabama did just enough. Right now, Alabama's three and one. Alabama's three and one. Are they trying to make some noise? Are they trying to sneak up, you know? will, 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 they, will they will this wake them up? Right now they're second in the SEC West. The next big test is facing Mississippi State. Then Texas A&M on the road. Two road games back-to-back. With Jalen Milrow continue this momentum. Right now they 1-0 in the conference. In the West. They're right behind LSU. The next couple of games is going to be a big test. For Mississippi State, Texas A&M, Arkansas, Tennessee, and LSU. They need them. They ain't need them. They three and one right now. In those next, was that five games? They gotta go. Hmm. They gotta go at least four and one, three and two in that stretch, and it's gonna be tough. I don't know. That's gonna be tough because their offense is still trying to figure themselves out. But they gotta go at least three and two in that stretch. At least be. 6-3. and three. But they really can't lose anything. Because if you want to get into the playoffs, it's only zero losses or one. And those one or two losses might hurt you. USC uh, did just enough to beat Arizona State. Went at 42-28. Caleb Williams had 322 yards, three TDs. Um, let me see. Marshawn Lloyd had fourteen carries, 154 yards, 11 yards of rush. He played very well, very very well. Um, the Iowa State team got one and three right now. wasn't really expecting much. So USC did what they were supposed to do. Now they're two zero in the conference. Brendan Rice has seven receptions, 133 yards, two TDs. Let's see if you'll see if USC can carry that over facing Colorado. Let's see if they can really put a stamp and be like yo we're gonna win this conference we know colorado's the flashy team we're gonna win this conference we ain't worried about them we'll, we'll see how what happens um washington state beat oregon state 38 to 35 um we got Cameron Ward went 28-34 404 yards, 11.9 yards, a pass, four TDs 93.0 QBR That's the team yesterday I was making bets on FanDuel I was like, Washington State gonna beat Oregon State they at home I heard about Cameron Ward early in the season There you go There you go Okay, Washington State. Number 21, 1 0 in the conference now. 4 0. Okay. Okay. Kyle Williams, their receiver, had seven receptions, 174 yards, 24.9 yards to catch, one TD. Josh Kelly had himself a day with eight receptions, 159 yards, 19.9 yards to catch, three TDs. Mm. Come on now. Don't sleep on Washington State. They they said we try to make some noise, too. Don't, don't forget about us. We get it. Y'all talk about everybody else. Y'all want to talk about USC, Oregon, Colorado. Hey, man, don't forget about us. Come on, now. Next game, they play at UCLA, number 22 in the in the country. Mm. And they got Arizona. Then they play at Oregon, at Iowa State, which should be an easy one. Versus Stanford at Cal, they played. They play at home versus Colorado. Oh, that's a that's gonna be an interesting one. But then they play that high power, that gunning, uh, Washington Huskies team. Oh, they play that on the road. Mm, that's gonna be a telling one. Now, I I'm gonna have to stay tuned to, for that game. I'm going to be watching that Cameron Ward for some Michael Penix. Junior, oh, crazy. Speaking of Michael, Penis Junior, that man out there did what he was doing. You know he ain't been letting off. The the left-handed gunslinger went nineteen or twenty-five, three hundred four yards, twelve point two yards a pass, four TDs. He did throw a pick. I mean, come on now, you playing in conference? You know. Them conference games are tough, like Chris said. Yes, sir. 92.9 yards. 92.9 QBR. Uh, the running game as a team had 30 carries, 140 yards. Uh, Jalen Polk had 8 receptions, 127 yards. 15.9 yards. A catch, 2 TDs. Rome Oduzzi Adunzi had 5 receptions, twenty five yards. 25 yards, a catch, 2 TDs. Oh! But I can't take nothing away from Cal. They were fighting. They were fighting. But it just Washington came out the gates, shooting. They was scoring. They was throwing it. They was attacking. They was not letting up. It was twenty-four to six in the first quarter. Then it was forty-five to twelve. They're going to half. Oh Lord, was this even? What's this? Like, why you gotta do with my dad, Washington, huh? Hmm? 45 to 12? Uh huh. Come on, man. Come on, man. Washington's like that. Jeez. They play Arizona next on the road. I don't see Arizona stop slowing that down. (laughs) I don't see them stop slowing that down. No, sir. Uh, then they play at home versus Oregon. That's gonna be. I'm gonna watch that. I'll be in tune with the tunes, with the. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna have it. I'm gonna have that thing on the big screen. Watch, them boys are gonna be out there playing hard. I'm gonna watch that game, October 14th. Them in Oregon. Okay, you play Arizona State and Stanford. The USC game is gonna be cut See. You know, Heisman talks with Michael Penis Jr. and Caleb Williams. They played versus Utah, number 11 Utah. They got that clutch one yesterday. Then that Oregon State, and then Washington State. That's the, come on, man. Pac-12 like this. Come on, man. Come on, man. That team to watch. Washington. <laughs> Oh, this is nice out there i like that stuff you got utah beating ucla 14-7 um pretty straight up defensive game didn't really see too much highlights they was both battling they wanted that win but utah pulled that out um you got that man drake may and unc tar hills go into pittsburgh Accra Stadium and win a big one in conference. Winning 41-24. to 24. Drake May had himself a good game. We had a talk about him yesterday, me and Chris. Uh, he was like, he ain't Luke. He right. But his name is Drake. Drizzy Drake. Went 22-30, 296 yards. 9.9 yards of pass. one TD. 94.2 QBR. Uh, he, he played very well he played very well um they they were when I turned it I was like oh it's like that it's like that UNC Elijah huzzle had two picks in the game um yeah man that, that UNC defense. Was coming after them, but man, wow! Well, I see UNC, Georgia handled business at home, beating UAB forty nine to twenty one. Michigan beat Rutgers thirty one to seven. Texas beat Baylor thirty eight to six. Penn State, he said, not today. A shut out number twenty four, Iowa. Uh thirty-one to zero. Um LSU beat Arkansas in a fight, in a dog fight. Jalen Daniels pulled it through for him. As number twelve UB Arkansas 34 Uh Oklahoma did just enough. Tight tight game. Winning twenty to six. Uh, Tennessee beat UTSA 45-14 Joe Milton had a better game And Florida beat up Charlotte 22-7 Man Oh man, oh man But you know what you came here for You know what you came here for Can't talk about the NFL You know it's Sunday. It's Sunday. Big games. NFL time. Yes, sir. Um, We got some big games going on today. Well, let's talk some news with the NFL. Uh, Nick Chubb, believed to have only torn his MCL. He's only going to be out now. The recovery time will be about six to eight months. Um, He's going to have surgery this week to repair it. Uh, He's 27 years old. Last time he got hurt was back in college when he played at Georgia. Um, Everybody's like, don't count him out when it comes to him coming back. And I'm not. Oh, yeah, I feel like. When Nick Chubb comes back, he's going to spark that offense. He's going to spark that team. It's going to hurt them a little bit, but it's all right. Um, They got Kareem Hunt back. uh, But they're going to rely heavily on Jerome Ford. Let's see what Jerome Ford does. He had 104 yards rushing last week. Let's see if he can carry that over into the next week. As they play... The Tennessee Titans at home. That's going to be a tough one. I'll get to those game picks. Um, Let's see. Right now, NFL scouts are saying there's a potential. There could be games in Spain and Brazil. Hmm, Interesting. Uh, Joe Burrow is questionable for Monday Night Football as they play... The Los Angeles Rams. Uh, they said he could be a game time decision as you recovered from a right calf injury that limited him in practice availability throughout the week. But he's been day to day. They said he threw the receivers in the red zone drill during portion of the Saturday's practice that was open to media. He had a compressed sleep on the right leg and practicing some capacity for the second straight day. He was limited Thursday and Friday. Uh, If he can't play, Jake Browning is in line to get his first career NFL start. He was on the Cincinnati practice squad uh, since 2021, and he won the backup job during training camp. Uh, He used to play at the University of Washington from 2015 to 2018. He's only thrown one pass in the NFL, and that was an incompletion to the Browns this season. And they also have, backup Trace McSorley, who used to play the Ravens. That's that guy that was, I was, me and this guy at work was talking about. Trace McSorley, and they just re-signed A.J. McCarron, who was out there, was an MVP in the XFL. And he signed to the practice squad, just in case. Um, A.J. McCarron played, appeared in nine games for the St. Louis Battlehawks. Ranking second in XFL passing yards uh, with 21, 2001 and 50 yards while throwing 24 touchdowns and to 6 picks. <laughs> okay. Alright. Alright. We'll see how this develops. We'll probably know by tomorrow if he plays or not. I'm hoping he can play, but if he doesn't play... Uh, nothing. That's uh, that should hurt them too much. Rams might give them a good fight tomorrow, but we'll see how that goes. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco and Kadarius Tony expected to play uh, against the Bears today. Um, barring any pregame setbacks, Isaiah Pacheco is questionable with a hamstring while. Kadarius Toney is questionable for toe injury. The Chiefs will be also be without linebacker Nick Bolton, who was ruled out with an ankle sprain. Uh, right now, we got Jay Lomato that's out. Austin Eckler's out. Amon, Rod, St. Brown, he's active today. Chiefs, uh, the Ravens got... Dang, they got almost a most of their stars. Odell's out, Justice Hill, Ronnie Stanley, Tyler Linderbaum, Like, yikes! Um, I did not expect to see that many guys being out, but early in the season, those injuries is going to happen. I'm just hoping for the Ravens, you know. It's not something that's going to keep lingering because they always have those issues. Uh, when it gets to in the middle of the game. Since they lost J.K. Dobbins early. Well let's get to this. Uh, Justin Fields thing. Because I've seen this. Be talked about a lot. Uh, with Justin Fields. And his play as of late. Him being a starter. The last 27 games. Being 5-22. Justin Fields needs help. It is obvious. He needs help. And I'm not talking about. Him taking accountability, him saying uh, if a receiver can't catch the ball, it's on me. If we have a missed assignment uh, as far as blocking, that's on me. No, no, no. Let's paint the obvious and not sugarcoat nothing. I'm sure the coaching staff and the management talked to him and was like, hey, hey you can't be throwing them under the bus. Um, you know you gotta learn to take accountability and and um you gotta learn to learn to understand that you're the leader of this team everything falls back on you so if we fall you fall it's not just because of execution though no, it's it's because of uh, how you're going to carry us and how your demeanor is and I get it, Justin Fields hasn't been playing the greatest he has been struggling I give him that but let's be real about some things Justin Fields is playing behind a bad offensive line and you're expecting him like, especially sometimes especially in that Bucks game they had that one route, he missed the read I think it was D.J. Moore. He was running wide open. He might have saw something different. He might have been looking one way. He might have never looked to his right and stuff because he already started seeing the rusher coming at him. If Justin Fields was drafted to the 49ers, he'd be fine. He'd be Gucci because their offense in their pocket and how they construct himself. That West Coast, they would have they helped him and worked to his strengths. They wouldn't have been having him out there kind of almost. He got to do things by himself. Uh, like right now in the season, he's 40 of 66, 60.6 completion percentage, only 427 yards, 6.5 yards a pass, 33 yards is his longest, two TDs, three picks. Um, he's been sacked 10 times for $60, yo. Can he get some help? Like, no, 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 no joking, no BSing. Like, can he really get some help? Like, look at Brock Purdy. Like, they might have little questions at their O-line, but he's done for 736 yards, 8.1 yards, a a pass, He's 61 of 91 for 67%, four TDs, 106.3 passer rating, and he's only been sacked six times. They move the pocket. They do things to help the quarterback out. Same for Tua, 715 yards passing, 9.5 yards of pass, 49 to 75, 65.3 completion percentage, four TDs, two picks, which were uncharacteristic but he has a 102.9 qb rating and he's only been sacked once you gotta help your quarterback out you can't leave him out there on the island and tell him he gotta figure it out no he has to you have to give him up you have to help that man out um i just it just doesn't make sense and they playing a Chiefs team that's trying to rebound and get themselves back to where they were um, with their momentum last year. Do I see it happening in that game? Not really. He's going to struggle a lot in that Chiefs game. Will he run it more? Probably. He'll probably be like, you know what? I'm going to end this criticism. If I don't see nobody, I'm going. I'm running. Because y'all not going to keep blaming me because the Bears are not that good. Because when y'all not winning games, y'all just going to point the finger back to me, which is okay. It's accountability for a quarterback. He's going to take it. He's going to be like, all right, that's cool. That's fine. I'm going to take it. Take it on the 10. I'm going to keep it moving. Um. It just, I wish he was in a different system, honestly. I wish he was in a different system. Because you will see a whole different, whole different person. It's the same, like they'd be saying about uh, Tua. Like, they said the, the Dolphins can get to the Super Bowl if Tua's helped. I can agree to that, but that's yet to be determined. I can't predict the future. Tua can put up massive numbers, he can put up big numbers, he can go the game clean, not throw picks, not even get hit, but they have to understand that if you're not trying to make these reads a little bit more easier or help him out, then yeah, he's going to struggle. He don't don't have Jalen Waddle today, so um, him putting up numbers and him playing a clean game, even though the Broncos missing some guys in their secondary and on their defense, he might have a decent game, but he still got receivers. I, I said before the season started, not on this podcast, I don't think, he has receivers. He has Tyreek, Jalen Waddle, Braxton Berrios. He got River Craycraft. He got Eric Uzama. He got Robbie Chosen. He has Cedric Wilson Jr. that hasn't even played yet. That's seven receivers. I just think Durham Smythe. He got Raheem Moser. You got Salman Ahmad who'll be back next week. That's ten guys now that I've named that he can distribute the ball to. Yes, Tyreek is gonna be that guy that's put up big numbers. But just understand if teams are like trying to double him or try to take away certain things trust me, he got other weapons to throw it to, and don't forget just because they can throw it heavy like, just understand, he will they will run the ball too they will run the ball Raheem Mous- has shown. give him just a slight hole. that man is gone, who's catching that? running 22 miles per hour, who's catching that? ain't gonna be too many guys, they gonna catch that like Um it's going to be a tough of it uh playing that Broncos team. Uh the Broncos are a pretty good team. Uh I feel like they still need to find their footing. Right now they're only two. They did lose two to the Washington Commanders. Um but they had some glimpses where it was like, "Oh, they might be all right." But it's gonna come down to Russell Wilson. If you take the, if you take it off a of tour, you gotta to go back to Russell. Last season, he played poorly. Um, Russell Wilson did not have one of his best seasons. Uh, there was a lot of doubts and a lot of people were saying Russ might have lost a step. He might not be the same guy no more. Um, they were saying. Um, Sean Payton might revitalize his career, but then if you look at his last couple of years, um, like he's played, he's played good, but his team didn't look so great. Like last year, Russ had thirty five hundred twenty four yards, seven point three yards a pass. He had sixteen TDs but eleven picks. He was sacked this was this is a crazy number he was sacked 55 times the most in his career the only time it ever went to 50 was back in 2018 when he was sacked 51 times so that means he's holding the ball too much 84.4 year, uh, pass rate that's the lowest in his career ever he's had he's never had nothing below a 92.6 and that was back in 2016. Like, he had six fumbles on top of that. So, he yeah, has 17 turnovers just by himself. This year, Russ is off to a little bit better start. Team got to be better. The defense got to be better for them. He's 45-66 with 485 yards, 7.4 yards a pass, 5 TDs, 1 pick. But he's been sacked nine times one less than justin fields that i was just talking about just a couple minutes ago but he does have a 108.5 passer rating so there's glimpse that he can be better that he's going to show better but he's going to really need to do something he's going to really need to to pull this team together especially in this tough afc west and getting them back on the right track and get to them, get them where they need to be. In my opinion, now let's talk about Zach Wilson and the New York Jets as they play the New England Patriots at home. Mm. Zach Wilson, since coming in the league, he's played. 23 of his 24 games. So, he's been somewhat... He's been reliable. Yeah, He's been... He's thrown... For 4,300 yards passing, 6.4 yards a pass. 17 touchdowns. But here's the thing that... That will kill you and get you out of this league very fast. He has thrown... 22 picks. He's been sacked 72 times. His passer rating... For his career, sixty nine point six. Zach needs to, like, if this is a game, he needs to show some. Especially that, the the blunder he put up last week against the Cowboys. He needs this game against the Patriots. He needs if he wants to shut that noise up about they're losing streak to the Patriots and and they can't beat them. This is the game he needs to show it. He has to. He has to show some against his Patriots team. He has to, because if he doesn't, the criticism and everything that comes with it is gonna continue, and they're gonna be looking at him, and they're gonna be like, you know what? We might need a, we might need to get a real reliable backup quarterback, because he's not cutting it. He's not cutting. They're favored to win today about 54.7%, but I don't mean that. Bill Belichick likes. To Loves playing the Jets because he does certain things the Jets didn't see, and even in that Cowboys game, that defense was giving up a lot. So, is this really a game where it it benefits, it helps the Jets? I don't I don't know. Uh. It's going to be a tough one. It's the same for Mac Jones. Mac Jones, he did play pretty well last week. Right now, he's throwing 547 yards, four TDs, two picks on the season. But he, he's going to be missing Kayshawn Butte. He's going to miss his guard, City. So, his offensive tackle, Tyron Wheatley Jr., he's not he's not playing. So, that might hurt them. But on the Jets' side, they're they not going to have Brees' uh not gonna have Bryce Hall at corner. Uh, they are gonna miss Zaire Barnes and linebacker, Tony Adams at safety. It's gonna be it's gonna be one of those interesting games. It's not gonna be too crazy. I probably say it's gonna look like that Clemson and Florida State game yesterday. That's what it's gonna look like. Back and forth, back and forth, or it might look like a game where it just it's so much defense. That they ain't, neither offense is really succeeding, so we'll see how that goes. As far as them, um, let's let's talk about Justin Fields. Just I mean not Justin Fields. Wow, Justin Herbert, Justin Herbert. Mm. So I've. I've read a lot of stuff, seen a lot of things. They always talk about Justin Herbert, strong arm guy. He might be an MVP and everything. Um, He's that guy. I give it to him. If he was on the Dolphins, electric. we would be electric. But two is, he puts up numbers. Justin, he's struggling right now. His stats on the season is 57.2 QBR, 67.6 completion percentage, Only five hundred thirty-four yards passing, three TDs. Did he play some tough teams? Yeah, he played the Dolphins. I would have thought he was throwing a lot against us, but he didn't. Um, But he struggled, or he really didn't struggle. He played better. He threw more against the Titans. He was twenty-seven to forty-one, three hundred five yards, sixty-five point nine yards of completion. He had two TDs, but he was sacked three times. Vikings team today. They played very good defense. Uh, They played very well against the Eagles. They didn't really give up too much. They didn't really show too much. Um, This is the battle of 0-2 teams. Somebody wants to win. Will it be the Vikings and Kirk Cousins, or is it Justin Herberts and the Chargers? It's tough to tell. I, I was going through looking at certain things this morning, and I was just like, who really who has the edge? I would say, like, Chargers got the edge at receivers because they got at least about four or five. The Vikings got, like, maybe three good pass-catching receivers with uh, T.J. Hutchinson. You got Jordan Addison. I mean, they got K.J. Osborne, but that man, Justin Jefferson. So will they take away Justin and, and try to make Kirk find somebody else to throw to? Uh, that's one of those tough games. Who who will take that? I don't know. I just know Kurt is hot right now. He got seven and eight passing yards, six TDs, one INT. So if the running game ain't going to help him, he's like, I'm going to just throw the ball because Justin Jefferson got 20 receptions on the season for 309 yards. He said maybe I'm due for uh, TD today, but who knows? Because uh, Tyreek put up 200 on – on the charges in the week one, well Justin replicate that? I don't know. Uh, uh, we got, yeah, but he got some key games. Will Josh Allen do what he's supposed to play good against this Washington Commanders team that has a, a healthy Chase Young? That's to be determined. You play this is a hostile territory. This is gonna be a tough one for Buffalo. Um um, we'll see how that goes. That's gonna be a a tough, tough game. I see it it's gonna be real close towards the end. It's I'm gonna say that fourth quarter, that last ten minutes is gonna be crucial to see who wins that game. Will Sam Howe be the reason? Uh, they get down the field and they score, or will it be Josh Allen? Will he just be like, you know, what? I'm keep, I'm gonna keep getting rid of all this negative criticism, and I'm gonna win this game. Um, that's gonna be a pretty pretty good game. I'm I'm gonna be watching that. Um, nah, I, I'm gonna stay tuned to that. Uh, let's see. Cardinals and Cowboys game Josh Dobbs played pretty good last week he gonna do the same thing even though that defense let him down (laughs) they gave up too much letting the Giants come back from that 28-7 lead that's terrible Cowboys should play way better today offensively defense is gonna do what they do uh, offensively, I see Dak having, if it's not a big game, he's going to be throwing probably about three TDs in this game. He's, he's going to be gunning and stuff. Uh, C.D. Lamb is going to continue his hot start with 15 receptions, 220 yards. He's looking like one of those guys that's trying to get into that top five conversation as far as receivers. And he should have, when he came out of college, and did he always was overshadowed by something else like Amari Cooper or... They didn't pass it a lot. They was a running team. I see them playing very well today. Um, they do. Ha- they will be without Trayvon Diggs. He's out for the season. He tore his ACL in practice this week, which sucks. You will hope. I was hoping this was going to be the best Cowboys team they bring when they face us uh, Christmas Eve, but they should be all right. They do have a good secondary. Um, they, their front seven is very solid, very scary. So I don't see them giving up too much. They only give up 140 yards passing it a game, 86 yards rushing. Um, I don't see the the line uh, Cardinals having great success passing or running. They're gonna shut that down. But they will, they will try to throw off the Cowboys and do certain things. Um, to get them to be like, oh, I didn't know they was gonna do that. Well, the Cowboys' rushing will play pretty good today. Right now, they average one hundred twenty-eight yards to rush. It'll probably be a little bit higher today. Tony Pollard and Deuce Vaughn will have a good game. Dak might run it a little bit. I see Dak throwing for probably at least two eighty today. Cause this game might be ugly. They might. He might sit probably by that third, maybe going to set four, but. Now, like, that defense ain't going to be like the Giants' defense. Because Josh Jobs was out there feeling good, comfortable, running, throwing. I don't see the Cowboys letting that happen. Um, But, yeah, man. Let's get to some game picks. Some game picks. Uh, Dolphins and Broncos. I got the Dolphins to win. Titans and Browns. Ah. Tough game to choose from. You know, Nick Chubb. I must say the Browns win because they're at home. They should be able to hold it all. Tannehill's kind of had a slow start on the season. You got 444 yards. Passing, one TD, but you got three picks. I think the defense is going to try to rally behind that offense and really help out uh, Deshaun Watson. So I see the Browns winning. Uh, I got the Falcons beating the Lions. Right now, the Lions are it's questionable for Amon St. Brown. He's going to have a steel uh, plate in his shoe, uh, hurting his toe. Uh, if he doesn't play, I, I don't really see Jerry Goff really having that big of a monster game. He might throw for it maybe at least 200, 225 in the game. But I see the Falcons and their... In that running game and throwing it to Bijan Robinson, I see him playing pretty good. I see them taking that game, going 3-0. Um, I got, let's see, I got the Packers to beat the Saints. Even though the Saints are 2-0, it's, I still feel like their offense is stagnant. They're kind of, it's still a, a rhythm thing. They got st- still figure that stuff out, but I feel like Jordan Love... We'll catch a rhythm today, they're gonna get the ball out of his hand quick. Um, so, I've seen them taking this game, it'll be a close one, but i see them taking it. The battle of the 0 2 Chargers and Vikings. Ah. Mm. Mm. I'm gonna say, sh-psh. I'm gonna say, Chargers take this game only because. They, they're not trying to go 0 3. They're not. And Brandon Staley is, is. His job is, you know, being criticized heavily in the media. So I don't think they'll go 0 3. So I say the Chargers win this. It's going to be late in the game. But Justin Herbert will pull it through. Jets and Patriots. Mm, I got the Patriots to win. The Jets' offense is stagnant. Uh, unless you get. Uh, unless you get Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook out there, they both running it, and they attacking because they gave up 100 to Mostert last week. You work both of those running backs in, don't let Zach Wilson, don't leave it in his hands to throw it and stuff. They should be all right, but I got the Patriots to win this game. I like their defense and how they're playing. Mac Jones is playing a little bit better. Uh, they'll attack certain weaknesses that the Jets been showing the last two games, so I see Bill Belichick's streak continuing. Bills and Commanders. I'm not gonna lie to you. Even though last game was a rival game, uh rival to the the team I like, the Dolphins. uh it's same for the Bills. Uh, I'ma say the Commanders take it because of that defense. The defense is gonna play pretty well. They're gonna make sure they don't let Josh Allen get big plays. They're not gonna let him just throw it deep and find uh, Stephon Diggs and throw those deep passes. I feel like the commanders will keep it keep it pretty close, uh, but they're going to pull away uh, towards the end. It might be like a field goal, or it might be Brian Robinson running an in end for a touchdown, but I see the commanders winning, going 3-0. Jaguars and Texans, I got the Jaguars to win. C.J. Stroud going to struggle in this game. Yeah, he's thrown for 626 yards, but he got two touchdowns. But that he's he's getting sacked, uh, he's overthrowing receivers. Guys are not getting open. I see the Jags rebounding from that loss last week to the Chiefs when they lost 17 to nine. Ravens and Colts. That's this is gonna be a real real close game. I'll probably say like it'll be the first to 20. Uh, um, Lamar will have a pretty good game running. The running game will help out that offense a lot. Line they'll probably run for like 150 in the game passing. I don't see too much coming out of that. Uh, I think in this game I'm not sure if Anthony Richardson is playing. Um Yeah, he's out, so it's gonna be Gardner Minshew and I see I see the Colts passing it and attacking that Ravens secondary, but the Ravens secondary ain't gonna give up too much, so I got the Ravens. Uh, Seahawks and Panthers, I got the Seahawks winning this game. I think Bryce Young is out for this game, So, but he's been struggling anyway. Uh, so I see the Seahawks, they get themselves back and back on track after that win last week beating the Detroit Lions. I see them winning. Uh, I got the Chiefs mauling the Bears. It's over by halftime. It's not even going to be close. Patrick Mahomes might throw for like maybe like 230. He'll have four TDs and they'll have a running touchdowns. It's gonna to be a lot to a little. Justin Fields we'll about to continue that criticism. Yeah, it's gonna be ugly. Cowboys and Cardinals. Cowboys gonna walk the Cardinals. It's not gonna be close. This game should be over by half or third quarter. Dak should at least throw for almost three hundred. But I said two fifty in the game. Easy win for them. Uh, we got the Las Vegas Raiders versus the Pittsburgh Steelers this is a tight one this is gonna come down to defense and I feel like the Steelers defense is a little bit better Alex Highsmith and TJ Watt gonna bring the heat off the edge they're gonna disguise some of their blitzes on Jimmy G he's not gonna be ready for it George Pickens should have a better game I'll say he'll have about five six receptions at least 80 yards 80 90 yards Devontae Adams might uh, have an okay game, but I don't see the Raiders winning, so I got the Steelers. Uh, the Monday night game, since Joe Burrow's not playing and they playing the Rams, I'm going to say the Bengals win off of the strength of they still got offensive weapons for, uh, I forgot what the guy's name was that's, that should be playing, their backup quarterback that should be playing in the game. Uh, can't remember his name, but yeah, the the, the Bengals should be alright. Um, it shouldn't be no no definitive win or the Rams taking. Nah, I got the Bengals to take that without no problems. Mixon should have a good game. Chase should have a good game. Higgins, boy, they should all have good games. Shouldn't be an issue. I got the Bengals and then Eagles and Bucks. This is a lot closer and a very tough one the Bucks have been playing good. They're 2-0. Mayfield's not making many bad decisions. Uh, I'm going to say... I'm going to say the Bucks take it at home. I'm going to say the Bucks take it at home. Nah, I'm lying. I'm going to take the Eagles. I'm taking the Eagles. Got to take the Eagles. Uh, it's Jalen Hurts. It's This game is so close. Defense is going to be crucial in this game. Uh, Big plays is going to be attacked. I'm going to say Eagles take it. I'm going to say Eagles. So, yeah, man. It's that 14th episode. One for, you know. uh, Appreciate everyone that's been checking out the podcast. You can now check out uh, the analysts on Spotify and iHeartRadio. I'm working on to get it on um, Apple... Uh, podcast. Um, I'm be working on that all day today. Uh, you can check me out on TikTok at Dubs in the Building 24, my Snapchat at Young Dubs 26, Facebook like page at Dubs in the Building. Uh, look up the analysts on Spotify. If you can't find that, just, just type in Dubs in the Building. I'm on there. Uh, yeah, man, if you want to jump in on the show or you got questions, just hit me with questions. I'll be more than happy to answer. Uh, y'all watch these Sunday games Watch your favorite teams You know, I'm going to be watching my Dolphins play the Broncos Hopefully we get the dub Go 3-0 Because we got the Bills coming in Or oh, we go to Buffalo next week So that's going to be a, a fight That's going to be a dog fight So, yeah, hey, man, y'all have a great rest of y'all Sunday And I'll catch ya Peace